Hi, I'm Danny Penna, and you're listening to Motivation and Muscle Streaming Radio 24-7 with host Eric Fiorello. Get strong. The information presented in this podcast is not intended for the treatment or prevention of disease or any medical condition, nor is a substitute for medical advice. The information contained here in this podcast reflects only the opinion of the author and presenter and is in no way considered required practice. Welcome to Motivation and Muscle, the podcast that connects your brain to your brawn. Good. Hi, this is Eric Fiorello, and I want to welcome you to Motivation and Muscle, streaming radio 24-7 today is September 13th, 2019. Now, I'm going to bring this gentleman in uh, whose family, who's been so damn good to me for so many years. We got Dr. William Wong on with us momentarily. Uh, Obviously, you know, I know the feedback I get. I know the amount of people coming in and listening to these shows. Um, All I can tell you is, I don't know, you know, I hear a lot of uh, people out there, this one, that one, the other thing. Well, I'll tell you. If you go back and just listen when you hear this, this show will be up uh, probably Sunday or Monday morning. I mean, we had Clarence Bass. That would be up. We had Gary Clark. Um, we had Steve Cotter. We had Dale Dugas. I mean, you talk about people that got some gut and grit, man. There's nobody. I don't care who's out there. I don't care who they are. This is where it's at. So, on that note, stand up. Take a deep breath through your nose, out through your mouth, and repeat after me. I am a winner. I am a champion. I am unstoppable. Now, I've heard people say that stuff doesn't mean crap to say. It's a waste of time. Motivation's a joke. Well, I don't think it's a joke because I'll tell you what. Here's one thing I've learned about motivation because I've been thinking a lot about these comments. Okay. When Dr. Wong, I'm sure, and we'll have him elaborate a little bit on this after I'm done because I don't want to hog up a lot of time because we got a hell of a topic here today, as we always do. Yeah, you can come here, and I can really motivate you to train. I've done it. I've seen it. And then, obviously, you leave here, and that's really up to you how motivated you want to be. You know, you don't have to be motivated to get out of bed in the morning. Keep hitting the snooze button 100 times, and eventually that'll be it. But I do believe there are things you've got to do. There's things you've got to accomplish, and you have to be motivated to get out of bed in the morning, listen to what you like, because, you know, to me, the first 10 to 15 minutes of that day is going to shape your day totally. And these are all things I've been doing, things I've been learning. I can't even tell you some of the things that I'm fusing together in my brain. I mean, it's just amazing. And as you keep growing and listening and learning and teaching, I'm here to tell you, When you see all these names out there, whether they're really good or they're not so good, but they command whomever, and they make huge money, I'm here to tell you, you can do it too if that's what you want to do. And the ability just to be able to get out of bed, you know, plant your feet on the ground, and take the day on, you wouldn't believe what a gift that is. You know, you've heard me talk about Jimmy, my brother. I mean, I'm looking at Jimmy right now. He, he had that opportunity for a few years before he had to go permanently in a wheelchair. All right. You know, and I know people say, well, you know, 
I'm telling you right now, lose your legs and see how the hell you feel. Seriously. So when we talk about I am a winner, I am a champion, I am unstoppable, I mean that. I don't care what anybody tells you. If that's ringing in your head all day, instead of saying, well, I don't know, I've got doubt, I can't do this, I can't do that, oh, my body hurts, I can't work out tonight, I got a headache. Okay, don't complain when the train goes by you. Don't complain when you're getting nowhere in your life. And here's the thing I want to tell you. Stop the complaining and stop accepting mediocrity. And we're going to talk more and more about this, I'm sure. Also, too, go out to FiorelloBarbellCo.com. Winners and Champions, our premier product. Go out and purchase it. It's a digital download, 14 modules. I've got enough information on there to last you the rest of your life if you go out and apply it. A-P-P-L-Y. Apply it. Because nothing is going to happen without work. No one's going to come and suddenly sprinkle power all over you and you're going to be the best at whatever you do. It's up to you. Shoulder some responsibility. Also, come on in. We have got uh, some people that brought in and invested with us, a few people. I thank you for that. Um, what can I tell you? Prosperity Conscious page on FiorelloBarbellCo.com. Nothing's free in this world. Though I've given tons of stuff free with Prosperity Consciousness, you invest in two companies that I'm telling you, believe it or not, we're going right to the top. And I'm telling you right now, we are at the top. We are not where we want to be, but just because you're not making whatever these other ones are making does not mean you're not making it. All right? I'm here to tell you there's going to be a lot of lean times for you when you open a business, or in my case, I open two. See, I go after things. It doesn't matter. You just have to keep going, be forthright, and with your intention, too. But most of all, you better be real. And I mean real because the minute someone smells a phony, you're in big trouble. And your business practices have got to be sterling. If something doesn't feel right to you, Learn to listen to your innate intelligence, as the great John Ridge would say to me. Your innate intelligence is inside. Don't take anything from the outside. If you feel someone or something is not right around you, get away. Get away. Save yourself before you end up getting in trouble. Because as my dad said to me, never, ever disgrace your last name. You do that, you ruin everything. Your family your businesses, and you. Very important words we're talking about right here. Never, ever do that. Also, too, go out to motivationmuscle.com slash category slash podcast. Go out and look, in, look, listen, and put your earphones on, your earbuds in. Listen to all the shows Dr. Wong and I have done. Uh, we were talking about, you know, bundling stuff, and people say books. There's enough material out there if we wanted to put some type of audio book together. You know, Dr. Wong, we get somebody we admire to write the foreword if we wanted to. Whatever. I'm telling you right now, we people don't realize the material that he and I have put out together. I mean, you're not going to find many people that can write or even talk like that. And maybe at times it might be a little much for some, but you know what? Get used to it. 
The world is not, as, as Rocky says, all sunshine and rainbows. Okay? It is a mean, hard place, and it'll kick you right in the slats if you let it. So that's that on that. Also, too, sign up for our free newsletter on motivationandmuscle.com. Um, goes right to my MailChimp account, and you know how much content we put out. Tons. We love doing that. Go right to your inbox. Also, another way, get involved here. Come on in here and invest in advertising here. I promise you, your business will do great. The r- rates are so reasonable, I will work diligently for you. We're going to be here for 30 years. Let's build some bridges here for the businesses. You can help us, and we can definitely help you, and I mean that. So come on in there. And don't forget about our YouTube channel, which you're going to see a lot more on. You're going to probably see every Motivation and Muscle podcast We're going to have a separate one, which has already been created, and it's going to be called Motivation and Muscle. That's going to be out on YouTube, too. So we'll have two channels because we're going to get every show out there. That's what we're working on diligently on that. And I'm trying to think. I think we got everything. On that note, I'm going to give you a bio on Dr. Wong. Let me just bring this up. Number one. Dr. Wong is a classical naturopath, a Ph.D. exercise physiologist, certified athletic trainer, AATA, certified sports medicine trainer, ASMA, World Sports Medicine Hall of Fame member, and a World Martial Arts Hall of Fame member. How's that for a resume, huh? Is that an accomplishment or are those multiple accomplishments? Most people could never ever fathom that and that's why not only is it an honor for me to have him on I I admire this man because he's done things that I've never got close to at least not yet and it's very very good to have people around you like that because as I say on every show you don't want people well it's good to have equals but the only way you're going to get better is you got to have people that are doing more than you, that have done more than you, that have been around longer than you. That's how you get great. On that note, Dr. Wong, welcome back, brother. It is always an honor, and I'll tell you, you inspire the hell out of me. Thanks for coming in. Oh, thank you, Eric, for having me on board. I am humbled by your introduction. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, Give out your... um, Websites, any information you want to, and we're going to talk about something really great as usual. It's called Building Up Before Blowing Up. Take it away, my friend. My rantings and ravings can be found on YouTube. The channel is called Dr. William Wong's Essentials of Life and Wellness. My supplements can be found at drwongsessentials.com. That's D-R-W-O-N-G's Essentials.com. And... My uh, writings can be found in, in actually a couple of different places, drwong.us, D-R-W-O-N-G.us. We've been told that that site sometimes doesn't work for folks. Or you can go to uh, drwongsmission.com. That sounds good. You got a heck of a lot of stuff there. So, you know, lots of good information. You see him all over Facebook when he's not being barred from there. Um, and, you know, <laughs> I'll tell you one thing. I'm having problems with Facebook big time. Um, 
we don't know where it's going to get looked at tomorrow. Is there something running behind the scenes here? Every time I go out there, it's telling me there's a script. It takes forever for me to get out into anything, and it's like been uh, horrendous for like the last three weeks. So I've got a guy coming in looking at the machine to see what's going on here. But, I, I mean, I wonder if other people are having the problem because, you know, I, I post so much stuff, and Etched in Stone is so busy now. Um, you know, that's a place you got to go out to, Etched in Stone for kids. Um, I'm telling you, we are getting usually – Eight to ten, either every day or every other day or more. I mean, that page is just popping now. So, come on in, join that. It doesn't necessarily have to be stone lifting. You know, anything that's heavy, throw it out there. And if you got kids, you know, you seen Danny the other day. You saw John McKean's grandson in here the other day. You saw Lawrence Oliphant in here the other day. Um, I'm telling you, like I said, here's the future coming at you, and it's very interesting. Now, our subject today, building up before blowing up. Now, this can go a number of ways, and this was perfect. I knew to talk to Dr. Wong about. Now, building up, we can look at it in a lot of ways. You know, Dr. Wong and I both have done physical culture for quite a while. He's done many more modalities than I have. But I've done a few, and I still am, and I grow and go into other things all the time. Now, if you know anything about physical culture, you start regardless whatever, and the idea is to you tear the muscle down. I don't like using that word, but, you know, and with the idea of through nutrition and sleeping and, and heavier weights down the road, you're going to build the body up. Now, it, it all depends what you want. I mean... You can walk around strong. You don't have to be overly big if that's what you want. You can be the big guys, you know, the stone lifters, the martial artists, et cetera, et cetera. The rack guys, you know, the Olympic lifting, all that great stuff. Now, with the blowing up phase is this, and this can happen in physical culture, you know. You go through phases, obviously. Maybe things aren't working. But to me, you always want to cut off before you do blow up. Because if you've blown up, you've lost control. And when I talk about this worldly in the world, too, building up is the mental scheme. How much can you take? We know all the external things out there right now are, and the people that are driving it, to me, are definitely off. They're off the cliff and everything. The problem is right now, the effect it's having, especially on the young, with the high suicide rates of, of young girls and young boys, and just the idea of the hopelessness. You know, I've said this before. I've said it with Dr. Wong. You know, every day there's something else in New York. You know, it's this, that, the other thing. You know, um, coming out uh, 13 years from now, we won't even have a planet anymore. This is not only neg negligence, it's ignorance, like I've never heard before. And I've said this before, and I'll keep saying it till the day they put me in a hole or launch me to outer space or whatever happens. I'll be dead. I don't really give a shit. I'll come back again, believe me. Is this. Physical culture, to me, I'm talking me, has been the biggest godsend I've ever had. The, the top godsend was Jimmy. Because for, if not for Jimmy, I don't know if I ever would have gotten involved in the weight world, stone world like I am now. 
I think, though, with me, and I think with a lot of people, I think it's in everybody. It just, what is it that's going to bring it out? Obviously, he did. It's been in my DNA, obviously, forever. And who knows? I do believe in, in another life. Maybe I was, you know, this big Olympic lifter or whatever, or a, a, or a leader of, of tribals. You know, I don't know. But I can tell you this, none of this happened by accident. And I always say, when you feel like you're going to blow out, and we've all had it, it's time to go back in and start building up. It's time to go out and find your physicality again because I know that's how we start, and everybody will say, and I say it too, you've got to have the mental end. You've got to believe in God whether you listen to me or not. You've got to have something that's greater than you that you believe in. Obviously, self is vital, all right? But I always look at things like, you know, we talk mind, body, spirit. Spirit to me is God, all right? Regardless if that's what you believe or not, you can substitute God with anything you want. And when I feel like life is coming apart on me, and there's a lot of days it does, I've been very honest with everything, with the business, with money, with everything. These are all things entrepreneurs face. You hear Dr. Wong many times. He and Michelle, what were they doing for clothes? They'd have to go to Salvation Army, Goodwill store. I'm sure he and his wife with the pride they have and what they've done, that's very hard to swallow. But here's what I want to tell you. I'm going to give this right to Dr. Wong is this. If you want, you know, they use that word warrior way too much. But if you want to be somebody that stands out, an entrepreneur, a weightlifter, somebody that civically cares about the people around them. As my dad said, you know, leadership, be a leader, not a follower. Don't be afraid to speak up and speak out. Don't put your head in the sand. Never apologize for what you believe in. And you can say things to people without being nasty to them. And they'll probably engage you back nasty. And, well, you got a choice. You can keep engaging them, which I wouldn't even bother, because obviously you're not getting through to them, and you won't. They have their mind made up, and this is what's going on out there where you're seeing people just crack right down the center. Whether it's Donald, President Trump driving it, whether everyone's not being treated fairly, et cetera, et cetera. You know what? You know how you get treated fairly? Number one, you respect others. But number two, you go out, get off your fucking dead ass, come up with an idea. A short idea, go out and research your idea, think about your idea, and start implementing it one step at a time. Just like I say with training, one step at a time. It's all yours, Doc. Let's step out of the mold for a bit. Let's step out of the mold forever, actually. The last 60 years, we've all looked. Learned about equality and equality and equality and equality and equality, and everyone's the same, and everyone's as mediocre as every other mediocre person around, and we all strive to be mediocre. Yeah. The Chinese always wrote about the superior man. You will read in every Chinese work of philosophy talking about the superior man, the man who wants accomplishments, the man who wants to excel in mental. In, in his mental aspect, and in his physical aspect, in his intellectual aspect, in his spiritual aspect. Every Chinese thing has its opposite in it, because you can't have the manifestation of one thing without the manifestation of 
the other. So you can't be intellectual without also being spiritual. You can't be physical without also being intellectual. You can't be intellectual without also being physical. You can't be a Buddhist monk unless you know how to kill. Everything has to have its opposite. The superior man excels, stands above the crowd, is not part of the herd. The socialistic, everyone is the same mentality, looks to make us all sheeple and part of the herd. I don't care what color you are. I don't care what faith you believe in. I don't care about anything. I want you to stand up and see yourself not as a member of the herd, but as an individual. You are not a sheep. You're a sheepdog. As a sheepdog, you're the boss of the place. You tell the sheep what to do. You're a hell of a lot smarter than they are. You could lead them around if you wanted to, or you could just leave them be to be stupid. You have to make yourself into this whole aspect. Think of most of this. We'll, we'll call them the sames. Yeah. Most of the sames walking around out, out there have round about an IDIQ. Some of them have a little lower. Some have just a little, little bit more. They're looking to do just any old thing and, and then get on Social Security and, and retire, hoping that Social Security won't go bust, yep. hoping that they'll still be able to to retire by 65 instead of by 70, hoping for this, hoping for that, instead of making their world the way they want it to be so that they don't have to hope for things. They're creating things. Mm -hmm. They're making things happen. The sheeple can't do that. The same folks can't do that. The superior man, through his efforts, does it. And yes, you're going to stumble. And yes, you're going to fall. And yes, you're going to fail. John D. Rockefeller said, any guy who hasn't gone bankrupt three times <laughs> isn't trying to be rich. Yep. Yep. Period. Yeah. Okay. So you have to think of yourself as apart from the herd. If that means leaving your mom behind, leaving your dad, your little brother, your best friend, all the people you sit in the sports bar with and, and, and do the, the mental masturbation about who's, who's, whose team is going to win this yeah. month or the next game, or whatever, walk out of the bar, grab a slice of pizza and a beer on the way, yep. and be yourself. Be an individual. Look to excel. Look to excel in business. Look to excel intellectually. Look to elevate yourself spiritually. Be the superior man. You know, that's real interesting because everything you said there, especially with breaking away with creativity and everything, it sounded like me what's through my head all the time where these are all traits that you build. We build everything through repetition. As I always say, you can build a good life, great life, or you can live a poor life. Um, you know, when they say uh, money's the root of all evil, my, you know what I say to people? And they look at me like I got 15 heads. I said, lack of money is the real evil. And they're like, what's that mean? I was mm -hmm. like, what does lo go look the word lack up and tell me. You sit there and complain and complain and complain. I never have enough. Well, what are you doing? If I mean, how much do you want? Can you make that decision? No, I can't. I don't know. Well, how are you going to get started with anything? And, you know, Doc, it's very hard, and you try to be patient with people, and I'm finding this this big stump in the road more and more for me is this. 
I ha- I, I'm not even close to having all the answers, and I never will. No one will. But I've worked tremendously hard in so many areas, especially for the last five years, really six, because we will be coming up the 29th. I don't have my one. Oh, it's right here. The 29th of this month, folks, which is a Sunday, Motivation and Muscle will be up five years. FBC was the start with the blog and everything. That was up six years this past April. That's a big accomplishment. I will tell you that most people, and I'm not, and I, and rest assured, I'm not doing anything to compare myself to anybody. But I know what people have said to me. I know the friends I've lost. I know I've been shaky with some family, and um, I wouldn't, I would never say that to anybody, especially somebody either I cared about or loved. I would see. I'm a different guy, though. I would come to Doctor Wong and say to him, "What can I do to help you?" What can I do to help, even if you want to bend my ear every night because you need somebody just to vent on? I do that. I don't do things like that to people. I think the majority of people, maybe they mean well, but they don't get what they're saying. And these are all things that to be an entrepreneur, to be very great physically at things, and to be a mastermind, as I call it, is going to take building up. And when you can start building these areas of your mind, body, and spirit, you're not going to be blowing up. You're not going to be that one that's going to be ranting on the radio or ranting on the news how this guy's this and this one did it to me and men are no good. And, I mean, you you listen to these these dopes in New York. The other day they had these two (laughs) moron senators that sound like between the two of them they're lucky if they got – two uh, chestnuts in their heads, all right? Well, we're going to have a living wage. We're going to put it through. Of course, we have no resistance anyways here. We have no other party, not that we've had here in probably early 90s, mid-90s. $1,000 a month for doing nothing. And most of the people, I'll be honest, will all be drug users, alcoholics, you name it, abusers, kids all over the fucking place. Nobody's got a problem with it. And my next question is, who's going to pay for it? Because I got news for you. It was one of the funniest things I ever heard Trump say to Andrew Cuomo, who does nothing but piss down his back. And here's what he said to him. He was upset because Trump was going to cut more and more money here, which, you know something? You need to get your bank straight. You need to get your savings straight. You need to get your finances straight. He said like this to him. Well, I mean, we can't go without that money. And he says, well, you know what you should do? And, you know, the look, he said, you ought to start fracking. And I guess fucking Cuomo was so red and upset, I think he left the room. Um, Too bad. Too bad. You know, like I said before, you want to do a business, you want to do this, you want to do that. There's nobody coming to you saying, what can I do for you? I help you. Doc, uh Dr. Wong would help you, but when I come to you, I better have something on paper, some type of plan, or how am I going to say to you I can help you out if you got nothing going? You know, you don't even have anything definite of what you want to do in the next month. You can't conduct yourself that way. You have to, with everything you do in life, you have to build it up. And we have no patience anymore. We want everything right away. Well, if you want to be an entrepreneur and have freedom 
that's one of the biggest reasons I want to be an, well, I am an entrepreneur is the freedom, the freedom to make the money, to go do whatever I want. You know, we were talking about going to Iceland before we came on. Well, wouldn't it be great to say, you know what? Hey doc, you got some time? What do you say we take a little trip to Iceland? I'm going to go lift the stone. I want you to be there. Okay, Eric, we can do it. You know, nothing comes up with saying, well, I don't have the money. That's my point with everything. Build your mind up. Get rid of all the external junk we keep talking about. And I'm going to tell you, it's not going to be easy. I've talked about I had it happen to me the other day again. I've been doing so much changing mentally and all the, the you know, I've talked about Wim Hof and, and, and dumping the cold water on my head. I'm up to now 13 minutes in an ice cold shower. Why? Because I do believe I am going to get to that reptilian brain we all have in us. But I will tell you this, once you start getting into this cold water, not only are you sharper mentally, when you go in here, here's what, and you got to learn how to breathe before you do this, or you could drop dead in that cold. Is this when you get under that cold water, your mind stops, at least stops in in the way of there's no more thinking. I'm not thinking about well, am I going to be five minutes early or five minutes late for work? What am I going to do when I get home tonight? How much do I got to work tonight? Who do I got to call? I'm telling you right now, it is the most beautiful thing you could ever imagine. You go silent. Why? The body's trying to survive under that cold, cold water. Now, I've got, we found a kiddie pool where I can just sit in it. I can't stretch my legs out. Going to put it in this weekend. What am I going to do? Dump it with ice and cold water from the uh, hose? We'll see how long I can sit in it like that. Come winter, I've already got it planned out. That would be out there. I would come out with a pair of shorts on. I'd come out naked, but some fuck will call the cops and I'll get arrested. Is I'm going to be sitting in that cold snow. I'll be rolling in that snow. Why? Because I believe in that, what that does. I believe that not only will you become disease-free with things like that, he's already proven it. They've injected him with, a, with some type of virus. And the virus didn't even fucking touch him. And next year would be the dream among many other things. I'd love to go to his place in Poland and finally step foot in the water with him, man, where it's just frigid, ice cold. But my point is with building up, that's building up too. But all these things I'm talking about, the internal influences, the way you're building it. And I said before I got kind of distracted, when you're changing everything, when things that you've been carrying around with you could be decades, and suddenly you're putting in all new ideas, all new thoughts, all new I am's, all new ways when you jump out of bed and you're saying this, that, and the other thing. What's going to happen? Your mind wants to always be comfortable. It doesn't want to feel this type of pain because we were comfortable with the old Eric. But now we're inserting all this stuff. And I can tell you, it was coming at me the other day so fast and so hard, I couldn't even control it. I lost what was going on. Everything was like, it was like, well, you're not going to be this, that, and the other thing. You're going to stay this way. It, to me, even though that's happening, and I know it will frighten the shit out of you at first, think about what you're doing. 
You're getting rid of the old. You're not going to blow up. You're building up. And when Dr. Wong talks about great warriors and the way men need to stand out and be leaders again and have some balls between their legs, this is all part of it. You know, we hear all this jargon out here, but I got to tell you, Nothing feels better than being strong. Nothing feels better than having that steel trap between your friggin' ears. Nothing feels better than being able to make a decision quickly. Nothing feels better than desiring things quickly. I'm telling you right now, you got to start doing this if you're not. It's all yours, Dr. Wong. The superior man takes on a dream, and what do most people do with dreams? They leave them as dreams. Yep. They never try to fulfill them because somebody else told them it couldn't be done. Yep. Usually some weakling somewhere who didn't want to be left behind or some weakling somewhere who didn't want to put in the effort. Oh, you shouldn't do that. Right. No, you'll never get it. No, that, that's impossible. And they never even attempt it. Raise your IQ above that of a herd. Not only attempt it, but keep on hitting the wall until the damn thing shatters. And then when you get to the other side, you'll be surprised at how easy it seems. You know, the things that we try that don't work tell us what won't work. All right. Don't do the same thing again, because the definition of insanity is doing the same thing and expecting yeah. a different r- result. Yep. That showed you what didn't work. Try another tactic. Then try another tact. Then try another one until you find the one that works. And then remember that one, because that is the key, the foundation for all the other stuff that you're going to lay in. Don't give up what made you succeed in the beginning. Because you've gotten someplace and you think now you need to have a different tactic. Keep that successful uh, tactic as foundational and build on it. Have that be your basis for building your castle, your Taj Mahal, your palace, whatever else you want on top of that. Don't give up what works. Let me ask you this, too, and I know I know what we're going to hit here. And, you know, we've had at least 45 years of this cycle of, you know, these psychos. Um, and it's not only men. I mean, women have been butchered up with all this shit, too. Um, testosterone, we know that has just plummeted. I don't know if it's as bad as, you know, the, these commercials like to lay out, which is a joke for their products. But we do know that the male... Especially, you know, the male that wants to be a male, you know, wants to do things, is rugged, is really, um, in some circles, basically nothing more than a shithead. And, you know, we talk about building up, and that's one of the reasons why I brought this up, with, especially with the training, is obviously that is going to help you build your testosterone and everything else. But... In your opinion, I mean, we know we know what's happened, you know, with the schools. We know what's happened in the media. And there's definitely, you know, 
America is much more feminized. Thank God we got a guy at the helm, though, that is a man in our president. You know, this guy, Amen. you know, this guy at least is a man, in my opinion. All right. And he's led That's great. One things. of the reasons why they hate him. So exactly. But in your opinion, though, I mean, we've talked about this on other shows. I mean, we talk about. Let, let, let's get these people back. Let's bring them back. Because I don't believe they're all hopeless at all. And we see, I see at times flashes of things, which makes me very happy. But we have to make this the norm again. What, what do you think, Doc? I mean, what, what would you say at this point? Our men are not the finishers. That be, yep. the, the folks who want us to be sheeple yep. knew that they had to take away the chemical reasons for motivation. The chemical and biological reasons for motivation are twofold. Testosterone and dopamine. Mm-hmm. They had to lower our testosterone. They had to lower our dopamine. And they had to do so gradually, telling us it was good for us. First, they gave us the the um, uh, polyunsaturated fat diet, oh. which they knew would destroy our brains and lower our IQ yep. and cause dementia. In folks, because the brain is 70% saturated fat. They knew from the studies done from the 1920s to the 1940s that polyunsaturated oils destroyed brain tissue. They, they knew all that when they pushed the Framingham study and the low cholesterol diet on us. Oh, yeah. That was just part of the scheme. Then they introduced the soy formulas, and soy is the ideal protein, and then whatever. Then they gave us flax, and they gave us all the oils, and... Between the oils, the polyunsaturated fat oils, which are also estrogenic as frickin' hell. Yeah, yep, yep. And the, 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 the soy formula and the plastics and the, uh, for, for, for example, the, the pesticide atrazine yep. that turns boy frogs into girl frogs. <laughs> oh, my God. You're a guy with, 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 with one dose. You know, <laughs> they, all this was done on, on purpose to take away motivation now one thing you will find in general that the higher the testosterone level also the greater the iq yeah we see that in women and we see that in in men who are the motivated gals out there they're the ones who are lifting weights they're the ones who are you know pushing themselves they're the ones who go out and run they're they're the ones who exercise all these all, all these fat diabetic gals eating bonbons and 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 donuts watching daytime television which you know the requisite for watching daytime tv is a 70 iq that's <laughs> 10 points above freaking mental retardation think about that yeah it's insane. i want you to think about that yeah. dr oz and all the soap operas and shit you need a 70 iq to sit there and watch the freaking things yep. 70 to 80 yep and you're 10 points above retardation gosh so think of all the women out there who are demonstrating what their iq is by watching daytime television okay the real gals the real motivated gals don't watch daytime tv they're creating stuff they're making stuff they're going into business they're doing uh, they're the entrepreneurs they're the 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 exercisers they're the go-getters it should be the same with the guys we need to have the men Go back. You know, 100 years ago, you wouldn't have had to have told people not to be sheeple. Yeah. 
There were sheeple. There'll always be sheeple. There'll always be the people who like to be slaves, like to be told what to do, don't have the gumption to do jack shit. Yep. But there were a lot of guys, you know, think of all the pioneers who crossed the prairies to start new cities, to start new farms, to think of all the immigrants who came across the ocean to build new lives. Think of all, all the people who had the gumption to build industry in America. Think of all the people who had the gumption to, to uh, you know, my own Chinese folks either sail over as sailors during the Second World War and get shot at doing yeah. convoy duty in the North Atlantic or open up laundries so that their kids could go to Harvard and Yale. Yep. You push and you drive and you never, ever, ever stop striving. Dr. Charles W. Turner, the first black chiropractor, the first black naturopath, the first black osteopath, who was my mentor in naturopathic medicine, God rest his soul, said that you need to go to bed every night. The goal is to go to bed every single night knowing something you did not know that morning when you woke up. You always strive for education. You always strive for more. You never, ever, ever stop educating yourself. You never, never, ever stop trying. You never, ever, ever stop achieving. Because the second you do, you're getting ready to die. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know. Or turn into one of those fat diabetic gals watching daytime TV. Right. And, and you know something? You're right on the money because I do the same thing. You always try to learn something, but I always say what I'm grateful for for that day. And if it's just to be out on a sunny day, enjoying it, whatever I'm doing, that's great. Because, you know, I don't think people really realize, Doc, that, you know, when we talk about I am a winner, I'm a champion, I am unstoppable, you know, these words, how you speak to yourself are so essential for what you're going to be. Are you going to build up or are you going to blow up, as I say? And you made a great point. You got these big loads watching TV all day. They're miserable as hell. They've got to eat because they've got nothing else that likes them or they like. And they live this life that is pure death. And here we go again when I talk about this. Habits. What are your habits? That's a habit that will kill you. But you know what? Try to break yep. away from that where you want to lose some weight. <laughs> and suddenly you turn that stinking TV off. And, man, you're going to have a world of trouble, let me tell you. And the thing is, you've got to do everything you can and never let yourself get like that. And I know it's hard for a lot of people. And I know you'll hear, well, it's all genetic. And they're bi- I have people say to me, they've come here, well, you know, She's big boned, and I'm saying to myself, what the fuck does that have to do with anything? Seriously, what does that have to And you know... You know, models, I... runway models are big boned. Yeah. They don't have the, the fat. fat. Right. <clears throat> you know, but it's always an excuse, okay? And one thing I've found with all the stuff I'm doing, and I'm sure Doc can attest to this, I'm just not very good at excuses with people anymore. You know, well, I, I didn't sleep last night. Well, I got news for you. There's sometimes I don't sleep for a couple of days real good. All right. What am I going to do? Well, I got to get up. I have responsibilities. I have to do things. 
What will I do? Well, I get home. Maybe I'll take an hour nap and I'll feel better than ever. My point is you always have an opportunity to do something, to change it. Very simple things I'm saying to you right now. Very simple things. Why can't you differentiate between those two things? I'll tell you why. Because you're not committed. You don't give a shit. It's easier for a bunch of these hens to get together and complain how the world's unfair, how no guy will go out with them, how they can't find anything to buy to wear. You know, they can't sleep at night. All they do is eat. You know, half the time they just feel terrible. They don't have a good thing to say to themselves, to anyone else. Who the hell wants to live like that? And at that point, you are just about ready to blow up. And then somebody will come in and try to make you feel good. And you can go on Jenny Craig for whatever they do with your Weight Watchers. And you'll lose, uh, I don't know, 100 pounds of, of fluid. And everybody say, oh, look how good you look while everything's just falling off you because it's done. it's been done wrong to begin with. Then you see him three months later. Oh, my God, what happened? They're up 150 pounds more. Why? Because you didn't change your thinking. As um, I'm trying to think of his name, I love the guy too. Zig Ziglar used to call it stinking thinking. Stinking <laughs> thinking. Okay? So this is what's so vital about learning how to build your life. Build it up. Build it up. Tear it down. Rebuild it. Tear it down. Rebuild it again. Get smarter. Listen to people. Listen to M&M over and over with Dr. Wong and I. Over and over. Repetition is king. Go find something to do with yourself. Get off the couch. Get off the phone. Get off the microwave. And get the hell out into the real world. Because contrary to what you've been told by all the experts who really usually has somebody writing for them to begin with, a ghostwriter or whatever, or they're out putting their own stupid, ignorant shit out there. They don't know crap. And I said before, and I'm going to give this right to Dr. Wong, is this. The greatest voice is inside you. As I said, John Ridge would always say, listen to innate, innate intelligence. I will tell you, Besides that, and my dad's things whispering in my ear and physical culture, I I would have probably went down a number of times, man. And the biggest thing out of all of it was always the fear of disappointing my father. And I'm not a guy that lives in fear, but I love my dad so much, and I never want him to be um, ashamed of me to this day. There's things that might happen that I'll hear dad whispering in my ear. You know what happens? The emergency brake comes on and I stop. You should do that with yourself. It's all yours, Doc. Let's start something new. Let's start something completely new, a way to destroy excuses. You know, they've got those little little bands, what would Jesus say and stuff? Yep, yep. Let's start a new one. What would Gunny Ermey say? (laughs) <laughs> if you have an excuse that you don't want to get up off the couch, yep. you don't want to give up your bonbons, you don't want to put down your donuts, what would Gunny Ermy say? Yep. You know, if you remember that one Geico commercial, probably the best commercial ever made Yeah. with Lee Ermy, where the guy said, 
yellow makes me sad. <laughs> you know, I remember what that. was Gunny Earth? <laughs> Jackwad. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. It was great. So, in your mind, to destroy any excuse, when you come up with the excuse or when you hear someone else make an excuse, think back to Full Metal Jacket. Think back to the first 20 minutes of Full Metal Jacket. Get this picture of Lee Ermey in your brain wearing a smoky bear hat in your face. Yep. And what would he say? Yeah. It, it, you know something? Need more of that tough love. You really do. You know, yep. there's a lot of people say, well, you know, this one was hard on me. This one said this. And I said, are you still here today? Yes. Where do you feel you are in your life? Well, a lot of times it might be okay. Then there's indecision, this and that. I'll tell you what. I've said before on the shows, I'm the oldest of five. My father was military. Um, his mom died when she was 10 years old. And he had, th- let me think, one, two, three, four sisters. That had to be murder on one guy. My grandfather, you talk about the epitome of Italian. Poof, you did not F with him, man. He was a big dude. To the day he died, he had a full head of hair, a brush cut. He looked bad as hell with those. It, the best way to describe the glasses he had, they were almost identical to the one, ones that uh, the great Vince Lombardi wore, who was the Green Bay Packer coach. And I'll tell you, I, I know he was pretty hard on my dad. You know, my dad was a pretty rebellious. I heard a lot of stuff he did. And, you know, to lose your mother that early, too. And my grandfather was um, a tough guy. You know, that was first generation. I believe he was one of 13, and he was the oldest. His father passed away early, like a lot of the fathers did back then. They lived in the northern part of um, Boston. It was called the North End, predominantly Italian. Grandpa had to go out and work. And my dad, you know, when I think about what he and my mom had to deal with, especially with Jimmy, and if it was probably today's world, who knows if they would have even been together or they would have given him up. Because I've said on the shows, you know, there were suggestions, and my mother and father were like, never, never give our boy up. I knew they wouldn't anyways, never. They would never do that. But being the oldest, my father was very hard on me. Very hard on me, you know, to points where I didn't like my father too much at times, believe me. But I would tell you this, sometimes things might not always seem the way you want them or you can't understand this, that, and the other thing. I wish my father was standing right in front of me. I I would tell him what he did for me, I could never repay him because... As I said, those voices in my head, you know, don't put your arm out a window. You know, when you're going one way, a car's coming at you. You know, your name. Learn how to put your napkin on your lap. You bring your food to your mouth, not shovel it in. Look people in the eye when you shake their hand. If their hand's soft and a little wet, you ought to be cautious of that. If they can't look you in the eyes, you don't befriend them. Okay? Those are just a few of the things. And, you know, we talk about building up here before you blow up. I can tell you, I owe him everything probably in a lot of ways because if he wasn't hard on me, and I'm not saying he was vicious or anything like that, but he wasn't a touchy-feely guy. We always had a wonderful home here, he and my mother. 
you know, if you want to talk, we always talk the good guy and the bad guy. She was always the good guy, so to speak. House was just crowded with kids because so many kids lived here and Jimmy was so popular. But I owe my father more than I could ever tell him. I mean, when I go down to the cemetery and visit him and Jimmy, I always talk to both of them and my grandmother too. And I got to tell you, the way things were, and, I, and you know, we all knew it. You know, we've talked about it. always knew dad loved it. He used to say it once in a while, but that wasn't his style. My father was a leader. It was his example, how to watch, you know, and he had a lot of pressure on him, he and my mother, all the time. But we always had everything we needed and more. And I am telling you right now, you know, you know, Dr. Wong can attest with the business and, you know, all of life coming at you all the time. There's certain people you're always going to think about that were very important to you and you can still lean on them. You know why? Because what they impressed upon you stopped you before you blew up. It's all yours, Doc. All the parents who have raised their kids in a permissive, soft way have not done any favors to their children. And we see that, especially with the Xers having raised the millennial generation. What a useless, absolutely useless generation. I used to think that my generation, the baby boomers, were a useless generation. But at least we were we were politically committed one way or the other, to the right or to the left. We were protesting this. We were protesting that. We were active. We we were this. We weren't just sitting there, just playing video games, not caring. Oh, oh, the world's blowing up. Oh, that's not, okay. <laughs> this new game coming out on Friday. Yeah. Yeah. You, yeah, I, 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 I. There's something to be said, and I, I know you've experienced this. I went through this. I had a Cuban mother. Yeah. When the wooden spoon came out, I knew I was in deep <laughs> Yep. yep. <laughs> you know? Yep. You went, you when crossed the, the line. Out, I yep. knew I was in yep. really deep shit. Yeah, yep, yep, yep. And yet, you know, that taught you how and when to behave. You didn't act up in public. You didn't behave with disrespect the way everybody, everybody's acting now with disrespect. Oh, yeah. Not just the younger generation, but the older generations have learned from the millennials. And you can disrespect anybody. And it's okay. Yeah. You, look, I'm calling this guy and whatever on Facebook. You know, well, what happens when Facebook is there and the guy's in front of you? Oh, yeah. Yep. <laughs> Woo! Police. You police. Yep. I'm so yeah, those are doc. Those are the ones that hate the cops. But when something like that happens, they go for the cops to help them out. You know, yeah, exactly. Yep. Yeah, yep. you know, Jeff Cooper said an armed society is a polite society. Yep. You go to Switzerland, where you know every man in Switzerland between the age of eighteen and forty-five who isn't in a wheelchair is in the army, and every few weeks they 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 do their reserve duty, and they walk into restaurants with. Rifles slung across their shoulders that are capable of full auto fire. Yep. And by law, they have to have X amount of ammunition in their closets, uh, you know, for their for their pistols and for their rifles. And they have to do this and they have to do that. And, you know, the, they've got shooting ranges going over the highways. Yeah. Connecting one mountain to another. And everyone goes shooting. It's a very polite society. 
<laughs> no one messes with anybody else. Nope. You know, you've got three soldiers in a restaurant and you see their SIG rifles leaning up against a pillar somewhere because yeah. they just come off reserve duty. Ain't no terrorist going to go into that restaurant, yell Allah Akbar and get away with shit. No, no. Ain't no, you know, ain't, ain't no millennials going to walk in there and act like big stuff. And, hey, man, let me touch your gun. You know, yeah, whatever. Yeah. They do not do that. The yeah. Russians who teach their children discipline from an early age, and even they're complaining about the lack of discipline in their society now, and it's nowhere near as bad as ours. Right. You know, we need to get back to the point where the adults have the discipline and the willpower, and then we teach the children the discipline and the willpower because without discipline and without willpower, there is no success. You see this ghetto kid who doesn't want to flip burgers. He immediately wants to be the manager of the McDonald's when he hasn't done jack shit. Yep. Or some guy who's a community organizer who immediately wants to be president of the United States and he hasn't done jack shit. Yep. You, you see that there is, is, is a, there's a disconnect, an absolute disconnect between capability and ability. Yep. There's an absolute disconnect between the discipline and the strength to carry out something and failing. Yep. We need to get back to discipline. We need to get back to order. We need to go back to, I'm going to say this out loud, traditional values. Yes. I have been a trad. I, matter of fact, I invented the word trad back in 1970 when I was New York State Chairman for the National Traditionalist Caucus. Trad was the name of our newsletter. <coughs> Excuse me. Some folks didn't like it, but I abbreviated traditionalist to trad. Right. And now it's caught on. Right. You have to be a traditionalist. You have to have a structure to your society or it all freaking falls apart or goes into chaos like we've been going now yeah. when there's no structure when you can believe in anything you freaking well want to like there are 70 different sexes yeah you know why is it that archaeologists only find males and females i know the other yeah it, it's insane yeah. yeah it's insanity totally no it is crazy but you know before we'll finish up but I, i'll tell you this i mean you're right on the money with tradition and everything and you know like you said, respect, discipline, all these things that if you want to build yourself up and lead and and get people to come on board, you know, that's one of the main missions with M&M. It's like, look what we're talking about here today. It's an opportunity for you to go out and seize whatever you want to do and keep building upon it. While the others around you are literally imploding, while everyone's telling you the world is coming to an end, as everyone's telling you, well, you can't do that, or this isn't the right time to do it, you have now become your own man or woman. And you are going to go out and feel what it's like to taste success. While the other ones are all sitting there, laying on the ground, 
texting away, you know, virtual this, virtual <laughs> girlfriend, you know, the whole thing. Guess what? You're going to be out living freedom, the life of freedom. As I talked about this before, to be able to go out and do whatever you want. Think about that, what I just said. I'll say, I'll repeat it again. To be able to go out and do whatever you want. If those words feel good to you, this show will strike the chord in you that's going to want you to go out and come up with an idea. You go out and study a little bit, learn something about it. Don't try to do the whole thing at once and start to create your dreams. When you do that, you know, that's what we talked about. Dr. Wong and I, we're going to go to Iceland. Really? When? I don't know. We'll make it. We'll, we'll make the date. How, how are you going to go? I was like, I hit my windfall and the windfall keeps going. And now you know what? Life is totally free for me now. Meaning I can get on that plane, Icelandic air, and I can go in Reykjavik and drive to Husafell and stay at the inn, which is about two minutes from the sheep pen and go have the time of my life and share it with people. You understand, folks, what I'm saying here? The ability to do things, become an entrepreneur, it will be the best move you ever made. The hell with working with for somebody. I don't care how great they are. Might be one day they wake up and say, so-and-so, I'm sick of their face, get rid of them. Well, geez, I just bought a $750,000 house. We got two uh, Bimmer uh, payments. You know, we're talking... Uh, uh, 1800 a month. It's close to the mortgage now. Uh, you know, I got two kids getting ready to go to college. What am I going to do? Well, don't let yourself get in that position. This is an opportunity now for you to start building your life up. Now, no one's telling you to quit your job, but by God, you can start creating tonight. And go and go. What do I keep saying? Keep going, keep going, keep going. I'm not saying this for my health. Well, I am too. I want to be healthy. But the keep going is to tell you that when shit hits the fan, you run right into the wall and get exploded on your ass, that you got to keep going. You got to keep going no matter what. If you can accomplish that, as I've talked about in the last five years, Things like this aren't going to even matter to you anymore. And when you get hit with them, you're going to dust off or you're going to have your own mantra and you're going to get the hell out of it. You're going to get back on the saddle and begin riding. So I want to leave you with that because it is so important to just think and change. Remember what Zig said? Don't be a practice or don't practice, as I said, stinking thinking. Get rid of it. It's all yours, Doc. Uh, Summarize everything. Take your time. Give out all the info. I will give mine and hang on the line. We'll set up for, believe it or not, October, please. Going back to a theme I struck on just a while ago. I'll summarize everything with one sentence. What would Gunny Ermey do? (laughs) I love it. Anyone who wants to listen to more of my rantings and ravings, can go to Dr. William Wong's Essentials of Life and Wellness channel on YouTube. You can find my older shows at drwongradio.com, my writings at drwong.us, and my supplements you can look at 
at drwongsessentials.com. All right. This is Motivation Muscle Streaming Radio 24-7. If there's a show you'd like Dr. Wong and I to do, Fiorello Barbell at nicap.rr.com. Also, too, um, we're on iTunes and Stitcher. Give us a five-star review. We appreciate that from everybody. Um, we are on Spotify, and we are on Google Podcasts. We appreciate that. Don't forget to go out to Fiorello Barbell Co. All the stuff is out there as far as the one product and, obviously, the investment. So don't be shy. We'd appreciate anything and everything that comes in here. Um also, too, don't forget about MotivationMuscle.com. Go out and look at all the shows Dr. Wong and I have done. Just go out and look. You can go out there and do a search. Just put in Dr. Wong. Some are Dr. William Wong, too. Go out. I guarantee you. I, I'm going to have to go out and count them. We've probably done at least, I'll bet, close to 40 shows by now. And that's huge. So go out and listen to them and use earbuds. And use earphones, depending on what you're sitting with and at. Um, you'll get a lot more that way because you can really hear everything then. And repeat it and repeat it and repeat it. Um, also, too, don't forget about um, signing up for a free newsletter on MotivationMuscle.com. Um, investment, once again, the prices are very reasonable. Come on in here, invest with us. You know, there's going to come a time when I'm going to get big as hell, man. And uh, it's going to be real interesting. Because advertising will make you a big fortune among many things we're going to do here. Um, We haven't even scraped the pavement with what I want to do. Believe me. I've got a bag of tricks like you wouldn't believe. Big stuff. That's the only way I think is big, big, and bigger. As Walt Disney said, think so big that when you die, not only do you leave a legacy, but your company keeps growing. That's what I want to do. Totally. Keep growing. Also, too, Fiorello Barbell Company, Real Men, Real Strength, Real Power. That's our YouTube channel. As I said, we talked about Spotify and everything. If you need, look at, if someone seeks you out in the gym or the concrete jungle, never be afraid to give them five words to inspire. Five words can change your life forever. As my mom said when we were kids, never be afraid to say hello to someone Or give them a smile for that day. You don't know what people are going through. I was thinking about something funny today. You know, I said, and I'll make it quick, but this has been on my mind for two days. And it must be my grandmother's thinking about me. You know, they were all from Plattsburgh. And she was a nurse at Champlain Valley Hospital till she was 68 years old, I believe. And, I mean, think about that. Small. But boy, oh boy, was she a fire plug. Never heard her complain either. Just like Jimmy. Never. And I can't remember the store. It might have been back then when we were little. Maybe there were Grand Unions, I think, which all turned into Hannaford's. And I was thinking about soda. And she used to get this soda called Penguin Soda. And it had a penguin on it. I was just like laughing because I can see like the ginger ale. And I think they used to call it like cola and orange. And I was like, that was one of the greatest places to go. We used to go up there every summer to see her. And she used to come down here. Um, She was the matriarch and always will be. I love my mom, but my grandmother was the matriarch, man. But you think of little things like that. You know, I'm driving around. I'm like, I'm kind of like just laughing. And I'm like, what a great feeling to have a childhood memory like that. 
You know, I mean, to love your grandmother or whomever it is that much that she still matters to you, even though she's been gone 25 years now. Unbelievable. That's what I'm saying. Don't take anything for granted. Live it. Also, too, if you're going to lift it, bend it, break it, twist it, press it, pull it, squat it. If you're going to lift stones, turn them into dust. The great Husa Steel Stone says in blood red, domination, we are domination. We clear cut the path. We don't follow anyone. Dominate, obliterate, and dent everything in your path. No one will ever clip our balls. And our balls today were big. As they say, Hulk balls, King Kong balls. That's what you got here. Russell Fur. I've been listening to Eminem from the beginning. When I hear your shows, I swear there's testosterone dripping out of my speakers. It is now a tidal wave, brother, high and wide. Frank Klein, my greatest business college professor. Repetition, repetition, repetition. Quitters never win. Winners never quit. My dad, be a leader, not a follower. Be a leader, not a follower. John Ridge, who was like a father to me, too. He would walk every patient to the door. didn't matter how busy he was, open the door as the gent he was and say, keep smiling, keep smiling, keep smiling, keep smiling. Be a steward of strength. Don't stand on the side of the road and watch the world go by. Tell a hundred or more of your friends we're coming because we won't kick your door and we'll blow the roof off your house. Come on in. Join the Etchton Stone family. Etchton Stone for kids. Those pages are popping. Stick with us. Push these shows out. This one with Dr. Wong and I. What a show, man. Push them out to your friends. I'm telling you, people need to hear this. They need to hear us. Also, too, before I sign off with Dr. Wong, remember, you're all winners, you're all champions, and you're all unstoppable. What I always say, too, you're all geniuses. Never let anybody tell you anything different. I mean it. I've heard more people lately that I've listened to say, you know what you need to do? And I said this, and a lot of people kind of gave me flack. You got to say goodbye to them. If they're hurting you, you don't stay around with them, right? I hope you don't. Too many people do. They accept it. Don't. So remember that. Um, Dr. Wong, another killer show, my friend. Um, Thank you for being on. It's always an honor, and your interpretation around here with me of life is a great thing, and I really appreciate learning from you. So thank you for being on, sir. It is an honor to be on the air with you, Eric. I appreciate that, Doc, because I know where it's coming from. So, like I said, this show will probably be up no later than Monday. Um, we'll talk next. Uh, we'll talk in October, if you can believe it. That's not that far away. Tomorrow's the middle of the month. Um And as I said, the world's asking something from you. Never be afraid to do something because it'll come back to you tenfold. Have a great weekend, everybody. So for Dr. William Wong, this is Eric Fiorello. Thanks for listening. And we do believe in you. And don't forget, earbuds are the key. Go out and listen to everything we talk about. Have a great weekend, and we will talk to you soon. Thanks for listening. Thanks so much for listening to Motivation and Muscle, the podcast that connected your brain to your brawn. We'll We'll see see you next time. time.